Welcome back to Sad Girl Hours. Today, I have my first guest that I have not known prior to having them on the show. Uh, this is Maribel. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. It's so nice to meet you in person. You're adorable, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> you are too. Thank you. I you appreciate so it. so cute in person. <laughs> Thank you. I know I told her when she got here, I was like, I am in jammies. I didn't feel great. Like, I'm just... Growing humans is exhausting. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to be terrified for that day. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've been lucky. It's been a pretty um, standard, normal pregnancy from what I can tell. Been pretty easygoing. So I am grateful for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you actually knew my parents before I met you. You were a tattoo client of theirs. Yep. yep. I've been, I've gone to them for two tattoos already in a couple of awesome. things. I love that. Yeah. So that's kind of how we got connected. You had a really awesome conversation with my dad. And from what it sounds like, it was a really big first step for you. And um, after that conversation, it kind of just came to fruition to have you share your story on the show. And I can't thank you enough for feeling comfortable enough to come and do this. Um you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just, I think, um, because when I have people on and they're sharing their own stories, it sometimes for me, it can feel like I'm just like, come on and just share your stuff and it's easy. And I know it's not easy. So like, I can't applaud you enough Thank for you. deciding to that. do this. Yeah, of I'm course. Excited. I'm excited for it. you. Yeah. I think this is going to be awesome. So if you, cause even I don't know really everything my dad very briefly um explained some things but very very uh what's the word I'm looking for vague Vague. yes so if you just kind of wherever you feel like you want to start okay um well okay so this first started when I was six and this is family members this isn't like people from school so first off I want to say like I don't want to disrespect the handful of people that are on that side of the family right they know who they are um especially my dad and my grandma because you know that's kind of a sensitive subject because that's my dad's side of the family so um so I when I started getting recollection of it I was like maybe five or six years old Mm -hmm. it could have happened sooner but I started that's when the memories kind of start so it was my it's my dad's sister's husband so oh, okay. and their son. And so I was like five. No, okay, actually I'm lying. I guess I was a little bit sooner because I, I started remembering when I was first grade. What grade? Is that like six years old maybe? So yeah, I guess yeah, six. Ab- about around that time, yeah. Okay, so I was five. like first first grade. So around that time. Yeah, like six, seven years old. Um, which is still so young. It is young. Um, I, we lived like five minutes down the street because we were the only family out here. My, my family and my dad's sister's family. 
Okay. So we would, you know, of course, always hang out, have family day, and that that's when it started happening. So it was happening under the roof with, like, my parents, my aunt, my uncle, the other kids. It was almost like as if he was doing it on purpose, kind of a laugh in the face. But he was, like, game. yeah. So that's that's my um, cousin. Okay. So he was 16. And you were that little? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's, like, 10 years older than me right now. He's, he's 27, 26, 27. I'm wow. 20. So, wow. or... 30 honestly I don't know I don't care he's old you're like all I know is that he's older he's than really me. old yeah <laughs> so it started happening then and even like my aunt had a restaurant so it happened there in the back mm. outside by the dumpsters just kind of took advantage of whenever he can grab me I was like, little yeah you know absolutely so well you're even small now like I know you guys like people listening can't see her but yeah. you're you're a small girl now so just like as a little kiddo yeah I just can't even with yeah that. so we would carpool to school my dad had work early in the morning so and I had school so they live five minutes down the street and he would drop me off to their house and they like my uncle would drive us to school he would drive his because he has three boys oh, okay. um he's the oldest the son middle child and the, the youngest um he would drive me to school he'd drop them off first which was passing my school which didn't make any sense but they were wow. it was more of a high school so I guess it was like that Christian Academy up there oh okay yeah I and I went to is. South Weaver Elementary so oh, okay. he would like pass my school because he lived in those Uinta houses, but I know exactly where that is. Yeah, so it wasn't far at all. So he'd pass my school, drop them off first, and then he would tell me to like, "Hey, come jump in the front." So, yeah, as he was driving, he would like s- stick his hands down my pants, and it was on the way to school. And I hadn't. I thought this was normal. I thought, you're, well, because you're yeah. so little, your your brain. For one, you're so young yeah. that for most kids this age, they don't even know anything about sex. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about what is right and wrong unless they're actively being taught consent, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So, and just being that little anyways, I think it would be, we can always be implementing that in kids when they're young of consent, but you're still, your brain can only comprehend so much of what's actually happening. Right. And my mom actually started telling me when it started happening with my uncle. So it started with my uncle first. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, that's when my mom started telling me, don't ever let anybody touch you. You know, like, I'm your mom. This is your dad. You're the only people that will help you ever touch you. Do not let anyone else touch you unless we know who it is and we are there. Right. So I was like, okay, then why does my uncle do this? So you said that to I her? finally told her. Oh. And I remember my mom was like in the bathroom crying. She was sitting down on the toilet and she was just crying. Like, I cannot believe this. Like, we trusted them, yeah. your, our baby, you know? Absolutely. So I was just there hugging my mom. I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm here. Cause I had no idea. I didn't you, understand why she was crying. Yeah. So, um, my mom did everything she could to, like, take me to school without their help. She didn't even right. want me 
to go, but, you know, there was no other way. So they, my parents just talked to them and was like, you need, it was my aunt who was supposed to take me in the first place, not my uncle. Right. So they were like, you need to be the one to take her. You need to take care of our daughter. This is not okay. You know, we trusted you. You're the only family out here we know. So they got an understanding, but they had no idea that my cousin was starting in on me too. So I had like both of them at the same time for a brief minute. Do you, not that this question matters, but more, I guess, unfortunately, my curiosity, did your uncle and cousin know that they were both doing this? I don't think so. No, it was a completely, wow. And that's what sucks. Like, I don't think they, they knew. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm curious about that, too. I, that's that's a mystery question. Yeah. Me. Who knows? Well, and I'm sure it's not something that you ask, because I was more more so curious if it ever happened where they were both there. No. But it's an example of how these things, unfortunately, run in a family. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I am not the only one in my family that my uncle has touched. Um, there's a few, I only know of like three cousins, um, that he did that to. And now they've like, they're living their lives. They have kids and husbands, but they don't live in that town anymore. It's just like tainted to them. And I completely understand. Um, my aunt, my dad's sister, um, his youngest sister, he touched her when she was little, molested her. My aunt knew about this as well. Her husband. Wow. She knew about this. She knew about her husband touching her nieces and her own sister. And nothing and ever nothing. happened. No. That is what I'm saying. Like, this family, like, sweeps everything under the rug. Under the rug, yeah. Because it's family. You don't it's family go against secrets. family. Right. So. Damn. There was something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Something fell on the ground. <laughs> So this is why this is like huge because I'm yeah. the first to like announce it to make it known because I kept quiet curse. for 13 years because I thought I had to yeah out of respect for my dad because that's his family but now like you know I absolutely love my dad I'm respecting him that's what I'm saying I don't want to re- disrespect my dad but this and I don't think you are and I I hope he doesn't take that way but this is a family that sweeps everything under the rug and I'm just not going to tolerate that anymore you know it's just absolutely so I actually talked with my aunt a couple weeks ago um about it and she started crying because she said that she had wished that she like she did say something and they were getting ready to call the cops but they were they decided not to because family and so she said she absolutely regrets that now knowing that it happened to me because her and I are close so you make you're the one that makes the difference for her. Yeah. Well, which is at sad. Least that's what I've what I've been told from other yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least my mom that's what she told my mom. Right. Um but yeah, so this is the first time and I I don't even know if um cuz I know he has I don't know. I just know he's not a good person and he like cheated on my aunt and I don't know how Are they I still together? Ad- yeah. Oh, wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand how she can still be with this man knowing he's hurt family. Yeah, and so many of you. And so many, who knows who else, you know? Yeah. 
So like, Absolutely. it just, it's disgusting to me. I don't understand that at all, but. I, yeah. Well, and it's sad because this, this story that is your life is the reality that so many other families are living through. But just because like yours, they're going to keep that secret because family, nobody will ever know about it. And we really need to start holding abusers and predators accountable regardless of who they are, especially when it comes to children. Because, I mean, a lot of kids don't even, they don't say anything at all. Like that conversation you had with your mom of having that. And it's not like you realized you were necessarily telling on him either. No, it was just, no yeah, you were just like, oh, well then... I actually Why does my uncle bad. get to? I remember feeling bad yeah. that I like said something because I was like, "Why isn't he talking to me anymore? Mm. Like, why isn't he like excited to see me like he used to be?" So I had That's no sad. idea. That's so confusing. I was so confused. I had no idea. It was yeah. it was a weird time, and then my cousin started on me. Um, same thing, like under the house with my parents there watching soccer games, like. My family was in the living room. They're all, like, eating food. And then that was that was his time, like, oh, everyone's distracted. Let me take yeah. her. So we'd go into the other room, like, not even upstairs. Sometimes it would be upstairs, but most of the time it was in the other room. Mm. Um, he actually taught me, oh, God, he actually taught me how to give a blowjob. Mm. So it was like a wooden stick. It was, like, I don't know, maybe that big. He'd have me practice on it before I'd, like, go on him. That and makes me want to just find this guy and just, like, beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, dude, it was it was bad. And if I, like, did something wrong or if I didn't do it right, he would, like, whack me. But it wouldn't, like, it wasn't hard enough to leave a mark. So, like, there wouldn't be questions asked, you know? Wow. And this was every single time. I cannot, like, get that stick out of my head. It was just... It was so bad. And then he'd pull his pants down and just make me do it. It was just, sorry, too much information. No, it's in detail. It, no, but it, it's, it's the, the reality truth. of the things that go on that yeah. can happen. And it's so, it just breaks my heart because as a child, you just don't understand. And then you're hit with that at such a later age when you can't even normally do anything about it mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do after some point and so for you because you mentioned that you kind of started realizing how wrong it was when you were about like 10 11 ish mm -hmm. yep um we were moving um my family and I were moving to another house because we lived in an apartment like I said like five minutes on the street so we moved right. to Layton another five minutes but um that's when I like started realizing it and they were helping us move and he was just disgusting to me like I started realizing this was not okay this is not right. normal this is exactly what my mom was talking about but I still never said anything because they were like my aunt's kids were like the golden boys they were the oh, favorite no. they were you know, they were the athletic boys. They were put on a pedestal, put on as a, pedestal. a lot of them are. Exactly. And then, you know, they were athletic, and my brother 
never got along with them. So then he'd kind of get like bashed because he didn't want to go play soccer with them. But he was like, I want to do my own thing. And then same yeah. thing. Like, it's like, I want to be with my brother. I don't, I don't want to go. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. And I knew own. I had my own reasons for that. Nobody right. else knew, but I had my own reasons for that. Right. So, um, yeah, just that started happening with him. So I, we didn't see them again for a really long time, even though they were down the street. We, we saw them because my aunt had an, a restaurant. Right. It's really like the only time. And then that's when he would pull me. And then he's like, you don't, you don't like seeing me anymore. You don't like kissing me anymore. Oh my God. Like you don't touch me anymore. Like as if we were like in a relationship. relationship. That's weird. Right. And I remember we were outside. Um, it's like a hill. There's like a hill right from the restaurant and we were standing and it's the parking lot. So you can see anyways, we were standing right there and I was like so scared. I thought he was going to like push me for some reason. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. Like I never got that feeling that he was going to like physically hurt me like that yeah and at that age 10 11 years old again we're like starting to realize that right I don't know why I just felt like he was gonna push me if I didn't do anything so it was like well you're older now so you're able to whether you realize it or not you're capable of kind of picking up on more of that energy so even if maybe he wasn't going to but well, that and I feeling? started watching like Oprah and those episodes <laughs> with my mom, so you know, like Dateline. So I had that in my head. Shit. Oh my gosh! Like these people are like gonna hurt. Like they yeah. hurt those girls, and he's doing the same thing to me. So yeah. if he's, is he gonna hurt me? It's so not that's a far I, off base. You know, and he didn't. He didn't. I'm his cousin. I don't think he would have gone that far. You know, he went far, but he didn't go that far. Thank God. Right. But yeah, I just I couldn't that anymore and I didn't see them for a long time and then I ended up he did like come around a couple of times because my dad fixes cars Mm -hmm. so he came around to the house a few times um because honestly everything like he just abused his cars so like anything he touched just broke so (laughs) he's like always ironic yeah it's it's (laughs) yeah that's sad very (laughs) So he was always coming around, and I think he could tell, like, I was getting mad. Mm -hmm. I was like, you need to get the hell out of here now. I don't want to be around you. And same thing with his dad. So they, like, both took off to Colorado. Mm -hmm. Now they're living out there. My aunt stayed out here for a while, and um, things were going good. She moved out to Oregon with my grandma and my grandpa, and then so didn't see them for a few years didn't even try to think about it anymore just living my life separate yeah and then um just February um you know my my grandpa passed away so you know the whole family thank you um you know the whole family came together of course I expected that he would be there um I know my uncle has been kind of shunned off from the family he's not part of the family anymore they didn't come, okay. so it was my cousin that came. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew that I, at this point, know what he did. And he knew that there was family around. Right. So he was being a dick to me and, like, laughing in my face a little bit. Not about it, but other things. And it was like kind of read bet between that would the be lines. Triggering as oh, oh my god! I cannot tell you, I was fury, 
furious. Well, I'm sure I'm you're livid. like, this is my grandpa's funeral. I'm just trying to mourn and be exactly. present with my family. And you're sitting here testing me like that. Exactly. In front of everybody. Exactly. And like what he was really, la- it was like he was laughing at me and saying like, read between the lines of what I'm actually laughing about. So right. that infuriated me. And so then he, I guess, I don't know if this was true or not, but he started kind of talking trash about like the food that we were having. And then, I don't know, just, it just drama yeah. at my grandpa's funeral. So my grandma's devastated. I'm just worried about her. Right. I'm focused on her. She is the only reason why I'm even here under the same roof as this person right now. Right. Um, so everyone goes back to her house. I think it's like nine or 10 at night at this point. And we bring my dog because he's like my therapy dog mm-hmm. from high school. That's a totally mm. different story from high school. Oh no. Um, so he came with me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was holding my dog and he was like antagonizing him. And you know, everyone does that. It's a dog, but for you to specifically you don't do that. know my dog. Exactly. Like, why are you... <laughs> Like, don't touch my dog if I don't want you to. Mm-hmm. I realize it's just a dog. But, but if you specifically know you did wrong to me, why, why continue to mess with me? Yeah. Why? So I was like, I hope he bites your face off. If in, and if he does anything, I will not do anything about it. And in fact, I will laugh my ass off. You're like, he's testing. telling him to back off. Right. He's not listening. And then he makes this comment saying, um, oh, yeah, like, I'll take you to court if that happens. And if you were my dog, I would have opened the door and hoped you got ran over. So what an evil person. So that already just made that, yeah, see, like. <laughs> For anybody who. Uh, I'm, like, shaking even We're referring about it. to her, her boyfriend <laughs> is sitting in next to her. So if you keep wondering, like, who's this he we're referring to? It's her boyfriend. He's chilling next to her. <laughs> I'm sure it was hard for you to be around that man. Yeah. 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 So, um, and then my uncle standing right behind me, I'm saying goodbye, you know, because that's the respectful thing to do. You say bye to everyone. That's what we were doing. We were already heading out. Right. And he just wanted to piss me off. Well, my uncle was also kind of encouraging it in a way. He was laughing mm-hmm. about it. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Just so egging it on. Kind of egging it on. And he was like like that. And I was saying bye. And he was like, why are you leaving? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then my whole family is like sitting at the table and they're watching this happen. Every It's in silence. This is, this is all happening in silence. They were talking and they saw how upset I was getting, how loud I was starting to get. Mm-hmm. They were all watching. So, so I felt attacked. I felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't getting any help from that. Mm-hmm. They didn't know why. They right. were just thinking, oh, she's just overreacting about her dog. Well, now I'm answering your guys' questions. I am. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, it wasn't just about the dog. It wasn't about the dog. So if you guys listen to this, like, you know why now. So wow. that pissed me off. I called my parents. I was, like, shaking. I was crying because I was so mad. Now, I, was, I wasn't sure. sad. I was I cry when I'm mad and I wish that I didn't but I do that too so I understand and my dad was already pissed off because he heard that he was like talking trash so my dad picked his big ass up against a wall oh no and like yelled at him 
was like, don't you ever talk trash again, like, especially at your grandpa's funeral. Like, yeah, my aunt flipped out at my dad saying, don't talk to my fucking kids like that. Right. And then my dad's like, oh, you don't even know what your kid has done. (laughs) So I leave. I'm like, I don't even want to see this family again. I'm done with this. Like, this is ridiculous. So a couple weeks go by. I'm very distraught still about what happened. So I actually called my aunt the my cousin's mom Mm -hmm. and I told her everything that I went through with her husband and her son and she was like okay well I know you don't ever want to see them again like your uncle he's out of the picture but what do you want me to do about my son I'm like uh I am telling you that I am disinviting him from this family he's no longer like part if he's there I will find out about it and like you know, shit will go down. Yeah, you're like, I'm not staying silent about this. I'm not going to stay silent. I want him to know that I know. And I think he does. And families grow. Um, I'm sure there are people in your family that probably have young kids right now, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, why? His brother actually has a son. See? And I don't think he knows about this. Yeah. Like, none of them know. That their big brother is a pedophile and that their dad is a pedophile. So this is going to be the first time that they're ever going to hear it, if they even listen to this. So if, if you listen, like, I'm sorry. But you know, you're in a pedophile family. There are so many, it's unfortunately so much more common than we even could probably comprehend. Because it is so, so, so rare, especially in cases of child abuse when it comes to sexual assault and molestation. Um, it is very rare for a child to be abused by a complete stranger because kids aren't left around strangers. No, they're around family. They're around family. Um, so I think it's very important for people to realize that and maybe take a look at your own family. And if, because I, all of the generations before us, I talk about it all the time. They are like the kings and queens of brushing shit under the rug. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel like people our age and within our generation have just gotten to a point where it's like, I'm fucking over doing that. I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. It's I'm exhausting. so done. Um, it just hurts people. It doesn't, like, I understand that coming out with this can, quote unquote, hurt people, but it's... Multiple people that you're hurting yeah. in the process as well. Absolutely. Because they're watching that person they care about being hurt, and they can't say anything. Absolutely. So my aunt was kind of justifying everything by saying, well, my kids have been through it, too. My kids, I was touched by someone in the family, too. So So it was like, so that makes it okay. It's okay. That should be even more of a reason to. I'm like, if your kids have been through it, don't you think that they would know it's not okay to ruin another little kid's life? Absolutely. You know, like completely change their little, like their childhood. Yeah. I thought this was normal. I thought I had to do this. I thought I, and they thought everybody had a family like this. I'm sure. But I was manipulated saying like, oh, if you say something though, like they're going to take you away too for a long time. They're going to take you away from your parents. So that's why I didn't say anything. I said something about my uncle, but but then the way happened. you just, you explained how that went down because you more so were just out of confusion. Like, oh, well, if people aren't supposed to be touching me, why this? Like, it's not like you had 
you didn't understand exactly. what was going on, let alone what those words were going to do afterwards. Exactly. You were simply asking a question because your brain connected like, oh, well, then that's not probably right. That's not right yet. But you didn't, even then, you didn't understand until so much later. And it's... Well, I started realizing that it wasn't right that they were, like, touching me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know, like, what would happen if I did say... Because I seriously thought that I would get taken away. Yeah. yeah. I thought I would have to go to I'm the sure hospital again. I'm sure you thought that for yeah. a while. Because, I mean, this is something that went on for years, it sounds years, like. Yeah. yeah. Couple Between the, the two. It makes me so, so sad. And then, like, I, you know, watched those Dateline episodes with my mom and I'd see that the girls would go to the hospital. So I thought that's where I would be going. I thought I'd stay there for the rest of my life. But that's why I didn't want to say anything. And then then I started in junior high. I was like, okay, yeah, no, this, that's not right. Mm-hmm. I know, ex- like, no. Did what you did ever, anybody outside of your family, like, did you ever give any, like, hints or say anything to friends once you got more into the teenage years and things? Because, like, I don't know how your teenage years were, but me, like, the second we hit junior high, people were getting those hormones, and sex was, like, yeah. So, like, when you're reaching those years, like, is that kind of partly how you learn to be, like, oh, this actually probably wasn't normal? Yeah. um, Yeah, junior high, that's when all that starts getting brought up, the touching, like, oh, it's a joke, I touched her, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I did tell one friend at the time she knows who she is she's still amazing um yeah I, I never I didn't tell a lot of people I think yeah. I told my aunt on my mom's side of the family mm-hmm. that I that happened to me and yeah. unfortunately she related by someone on my mom's side of the family as well so but I asked her not to say anything but right because she related I could come to her and talk to her about it Right. So I asked her not to, and she completely respected me for that. Um, You are coming to terms with it on your own time, and now you've gotten to this point where you are ready to talk about it openly to for your family to hear. And that phone call with my aunt, like, set that in motion for me. Like, I wanted to announce this. She makes it sound okay for her kids to do it, and now, like, she has a daughter. I think. She's 12, 13 years old. Like, mm-hmm. she's going into junior high. Right. And I'm like, do you, does she know that she's under the same roof as two pedophiles? Like, does she, is she aware of what a pedophile means? Right. Like, do you talk to her about that? And she's like, yeah, she's smart enough to know. And I was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Like, I wasn't smart enough to know. Yeah. I was six years old. She's 13. There's a huge age, age difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So she's kind of like... I don't know. I just, I did not like the phone call that I had with her. I didn't feel at ease. I'm sure not. I was, I'm still angry about it. Like thinking about it, I still get mad about it. Cause she was like justifying it, saying your daughter knows better than that. And I said, well, you didn't answer my other question. Does she know that her dad and brother are a pedophile? Like, (laughs) yes or no? Like, yes or no? Has she been made aware of her dad's decisions? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, the actions and she has taken. every right to know because she is a girl. That's Absolutely. her dad. Absolutely. It's her brother, you know, like <laughs> it just I'm so disgusted. I can't even tell you. I that phone call like and then 
I had to, you know, with your dad, I had my appointment with your dad and it was just right. like a total therapy session. It was amazing. I love that for, for you especially. Yeah. And I'm glad that you felt comfortable and that it was obviously it was just right divine timing to be able to let that out. And, um, I know that he thinks the world of you as I <laughs> smack my mic, <laughs> thinks the world of you. And it really, um, you sharing that story with him and being open with him, I think it changed a lot of his perspective with things. And I unfortunately know somebody who has gone through something kind of similar. Luckily, it was not somebody in her family. So when she moved away, she was able to completely separate and never again. But I remember the night that she was first open with me about it. And... I sobbed for like hours that next morning, that whole next day. Like it made me want to call my mom and be like, thank you for always making sure I was safe. Thank you for always making sure that I was protected. And thank you because I know that if I were to have ever come to my mom with something like this, it would not have been this swept under the rug thing and that's what you deserve you deserve to have this no longer be left in the dark it deserves to come to light and you deserve to be able to openly be like this happened to me but I'm not going to let it change no I don't me or my fire or anything because like again you guys can't see her but you are just like glowing and (laughs) I can just feel this like this sense of just like stepping back into your power almost. I'm not gonna let, like I have never let it mentally affect me or physically or emotionally. Like yeah, it sucks and I do think about it, mm-hmm. but because that happened, I'm not gonna let it bring me more down than it already did at the time. It already has, yeah. I'm not gonna give them that power over me again. Absolutely. So that's why I'm so glad to be here. It's my first step announcing yeah. it because there's still so many people that just don't know in right. my family. Like my mom's whole side of the family, I don't think they know about this. Wow. So it's just really big step. This is my first step. I'm still yeah, in the process of going after him and <laughs> you know. So are you just wanting to press charges or is it more so something that you just want people in your family to be aware of? I just want it to be more aware of. Yeah. I don't just think so that at least there if there are signs of anything else happening then because yeah. I, I, I think if he is continuing to do these things either one of them that yeah they should be going to jail well he's definitely aware because um my mom had a talk with my aunt and she said that he went to her and started crying and said I've done bad things I'm a so bad he person knows. so that yeah I think that was exactly what he was talking about, and my aunt mentioned that, and I'm like, well, I'm answering your question. He is a bad person. He knows what the hell he did to me, and I don't even, with him, I don't even know if I'm the only little girl. Who knows if he did that to his little sister when she was a baby? Like, who knows? Right, especially if she hasn't said anything, and I just... (laughs) Like, I'm just so mad still, like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I just want it to be more aware. I want to, like, throw it in his face like so much I don't blame you I don't think anybody can blame you for that life is it's already coming to him in life like he's Mm -hmm. not going anywhere well really yeah I'm sure not like he's almost in his 30s and 
he still like works under his dad at his dad's restaurant. So his dad's giving him a job. He's been right. through so many, like he's been in jail mm-hmm. before. He just, he's going nowhere. So it's just already getting to him. His own karma is already getting to him. I could absolutely see that. I, because I, I genuinely believe in that 110%, especially if there's no physical repercussions coming from the things that you've done. Karma is a not so sweet bitch in high heels. Nope. So. And uh, I'm glad it's already getting to him. Like he didn't even graduate high school. Right. Like, and that's, I feel like that's an easy accomplishment. Like that's the first accomplishment into your, like coming, like going into your own life. That's like the first accomplishment I feel like. And he can do that. Yeah. He's like already going nowhere. (laughs) It's a joke. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I just, I can't. I want to understand, like, why I understand it's family. And so, the, of course, like, keep the secret because family. But, like, I, somebody that I was in a relationship with at one point, their same, same exact type of scenario almost. Like, their mom was abused by her brother all growing up when she was really little. Um he brought friends over to gang rape her um and that family completely kept that under wraps even though they knew about it kept that under wraps and still kept bringing like it didn't matter and then her said brother they grow up said brother has kids she has kids and then his son started abusing her daughter you're kidding no (laughs) and oh my god um so that's evil it just it it blows my mind how this stuff genuinely is a generational thing and it's still it's able to it is it absolutely unfortunately is and when you don't address that or do anything about that it just runs even more rampant and it's this generational cycle that continues to haunt so many different families because um, even um, not anybody crazy close in our, in our family, but, you know, there's even stuff in our family that's similar, you know, that, like, you don't know because nobody talks about it and people are just okay with protecting the boys. Like, I just... Because I'm sorry, I none of I'm not saying that women don't don't molest or rape right. because they absolutely do. I'm not saying that, but every single person that I know of that has had this kind of thing happen in their family, it's by boys. Guy. It's by a guy. Um, yeah, and it's because we don't put any, and especially depending, is your family religious at all? Um. Because no. sometimes that can have to do with it just because of that sexual oppression. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I guess my dad, yeah, they're more religious. They don't, like, go to church, but they are, like, religious. I'm like, well, the Bible says that. Gotcha. You know? Oh, okay. So they don't attend church, but they are huge about it, if that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. But, um, well, the reason I don't want to press charges, though, is because... Like it's been so long. What I don't. I, I guarantee you wouldn't be able to. Exactly. I guarantee you wouldn't be able to. I it's already, sad. I already tried to in high school with somebody else, and that didn't even go through. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. And I actually had proof. Like, my clothes were proof. Do you, I, do you want to go, f- we don't have to, yeah. but do you want to go further on that? Yeah, let's go for okay. it. Um, high school, um, this happened in high school. I went to Northridge. Um, my friend. Fucking Northridge, man. Yeah. I know, fuck Northridge. (laughs) This happens a lot at Northridge. Um, My friend wanted to go to homecoming, and I, like, we had never gone to homecoming. This Mm -hmm. was our junior year. He was a sophomore. I actually went to elementary with him. Like, I used to run around in the field with him. That's what's disturbing. Like, I was friends with this kid for years. Like, I knew him for, since you guys were little. Since I was little through junior high. and, And, like, in junior high, I had heard rumors about it that he had, like, even in junior high, that he had raped yeah. girls or tried to, but it was always his girlfriends. So it was his ex-girlfriends. And I was like, well, maybe you're just being crazy. I don't know. That's because I've been everybody, friends. Well, and that's what the guys say. Exactly. It, they're able, it's easy for women to be made to be crazy. Exactly. But he would show me, like, text messages of, like, all caps of them yelling. So I just saw that, what he showed me right. of their, like, pissed off. So, and then in high school, uh, my friend wanted to go homecoming. Mm-hmm. I had, we both had never been. And I was just like, I really didn't want to. For I just didn't care about the whole dance thing. It's just, right. I didn't know. I don't like dancing. I'm I look awkward. back on it and I'm just like, I don't know why I gave a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I'm just so awkward at dances. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just telling my mom too, like she could confirm this. I just did not want to go. I didn't care to, but I was mm-hmm. like, okay, she wants to go. I'm her friend. Like, I'm going to go with her. Right. I got my dress the night before. Like Damn, that's how super little last I cared. Minute. You're that's like, I don't give a shit. Exactly. That's how much I cared. And we go and she's like, Oh, I, I have like I think it was raspberry schnapps. So okay. I was yeah. like, Okay, yeah, I'll take a couple like a couple shots. A couple yeah. little drinks of that, whatever. Um but I didn't realize like how sh- I don't know. I didn't realize how strong it was. I was dumb. Especially I was lightweight. If you, well, and especially if you didn't really drink anyways. Yeah. Or, and I only drank a little bit. Yeah. Well, I thought was a little bit. I didn't think I was going to get as drunk as I did. When you're young that way, man. No. It hits so But different. that wasn't the first time I had drank. Like, no. Sorry, mom. <laughs> you're like, it just, it isn't. But like, I wasn't, well, and it. But I was never done with it. And I never right. got that drunk. Like, I when my friends picked me up that night after that happened so my friend she kind of we were just like okay let's go hang out with him because mm-hmm. we're, we're we're friends with him like we'll trust him right and he had this other other friend with him so they were helping us and just we were in the dance mm-hmm. and so then my friend was coming to come pick me up her parents were coming so we were outside right should have stayed inside but we were outside and they came and they were like hey come sit with us until your ride comes super drunk you know, I can, I'm, I'm super weak. Mm-hmm. So they, we were in the car and I was like laying down. I, to this day, I have no idea where we even drove to, where they drove us to. Mm. It wasn't far, but I don't, again, I have right. no idea. He was choking me down with his hand. So I actually had a bruise of his hand on my neck and then his knee was like in my hip. So I had a huge bruise on my knee, on my hip, sorry. So he was like putting all his weight down. And then on my arm, I just had bruises, like hand, hand marks, marks, fingerprints. Yeah. Like, that's how hard he was holding me. Jesus. Same thing with my other friend. Same thing happened to her. Um, then they, like, started, like, he, like, tore my underwear. Like, literally tore it um, through my phone because I was trying to call someone. So he, like, grabbed yeah. my phone, and he's like, you don't need that, and then, like, threw it. Um, 
I was in the wow. back seat and she was in the front seat with the other guy and he was like trying to put it in mm-hmm. and I was like stop and I was just I was so weak and he was holding me down with like everything he had mm-hmm. so I already couldn't do You're anything like there's only well and um. I feel like the only reason you feel the need to say that is because there's the rape culture that's like well, why didn't you push him off well why didn't you do this well why yeah. didn't you do that like are you well, being held down you're like I I had bruises and again and pictures <laughs> Maribel is tiny I couldn't imagine you as a child or even a, a teenage girl I'm sure like <laughs> yeah so I oh and then so then they threw my friend in the back seat with me and then they were like, start making out, like, and then they like pushed oh their heads my together, God. started making out. He put her hand down there, so she like started fingering me, and I saw f- like a flashlight. So I have no idea if they were recording. I'm sure they were. So oh there's probably God. this recording of me and my friend out there that like, they were making us do this, and wow. so it just it sucked. And so my I called my friend like crying, and my friend sister was there so like I was like oh my gosh like her sister's right there so I like ran away so mm-hmm. she went home I was waiting for my friend um my friend didn't like I, I hadn't I didn't really know the full story mm-hmm. but my other friend's sister was in a mental hospital because of this guy because he actually oh raped God. her like bad so bad that she went to a mental hospital but I wasn't I didn't know the full story right so and I, it wasn't, like, my business, you know? I didn't want to, like, ask, like, what's wrong with your sister? Yeah, right. Um, That's personal. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, sensitive for them, so. Absolutely. Um, I can understand that. Uh, there's a video of me throwing up in the McDonald's drive-thru. Oh, no. Out of the window because that's how, like, drunk, drunk I was. Drunk you were, yeah. And I was moment. crying. So there's, like, and. <sighs> That'd be kind of funny to watch this day, but <laughs> yeah, I was like crying and throwing up, like why? And so um, the because you mentioned that you tried pressing charges for this guy and you had evidence. Why didn't they? Um, so I gave them my clothes because my friends took me to the police station the next day. Right, kind of tricked me into going because I didn't want to say anything again. I'm just so dumb. I don't know why, but You're this not is exactly that's normal. But this reason is exactly why I didn't want to go to the cops because I knew nothing would happen. So I told the cops, and the cop actually told me that there was 12 pending charges of rape wow. from this one kid. I would have Jesus. been number 13. Me and my friend would have been number 13. So we have more than one serial rapist in Utah. That's great. At Northridge, yep. Um, I wonder if each individual high school, if it's just a thing, we each got to have one. I feel like there's like <laughs> a ledger for each school. <laughs> Literally. Like Northridge, Clearfield, Layton. Like God, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah, so 12. Um, he was like, okay, well, I need your dress. I need your underwear, your shoes, just any everything, anything you had on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him my dress. I didn't, I was like, he ripped my underwear off. I don't have that. I can't help you there. So, um, my, and then we started giving statements and my friend, I don't, I don't know what was going on with her situation. All I remember at the time is she was going to go to this big Disneyland trip with her friend and she didn't want to ruin that. She didn't want to get in trouble and ruin that. Mm. So, and I don't know to this day, I haven't asked her, but I don't know. Like, if she changed her story because she wanted to go to that. But our statements were both different. 
Right. And, of course, his statement was different. Right. So, and then CPS was called. I don't know who called CPS. I don't know if the cops involved CPS. Somebody involved CPS. So, I ha- so my mom was like, okay, I guess we have an appointment. I have to take you. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have an interview with somebody. So, I was like, okay. So, I'm, like, waiting in this room. It was just weird room with one chair and like couch interrogation um, rooms like yeah weird this lady comes in she's like here do you want a blanket she comes in with like a box of blankets I'm like okay I'll take a blanket and then she starts asking me and then like a week later I'm like hey like whatever happened with that I asked my mom what happened mm-hmm. with that and she goes oh they dropped it because apparently you didn't look sad enough <laughs> and what <laughs> said was different oh say her name but I can bleep it out okay I can bleep it out <laughs> thanks I got you um she said that her statement was different I didn't look sad enough there wasn't enough evidence so I'm like my dress I have text messages with this guy you're like I have this girl bruising and shit but okay I'm like she has bru- like she has bruises on her too like mm-hmm. she had a handprint as well she had bruises on her back we both had pictures right so what, ours so got what dropped. Doing? <laughs> so ours would have been number 13. Not that that would have even made a difference if there was already 12 other pending charges. Unfortunately. So yeah. That is exactly why I don't really care to even press charges against your cousin, my cousin and yeah. uncle because that already got dismissed with this kid in high school. And Do you know if he has ever been the kid from Northridge? Do you know if he's ever had to do time? So I actually found out a couple years ago, and I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. but he got arrested for like breaking into a car that had a gun. Not oh. even, not even for mm-hmm. the other twelve pending charges. That's that's what he went to jail for. So I don't know if that's true. That's what I heard right. from like actually one of his friends. It's like a mutual friend, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. Right. And to this day, I have no idea. That's like so what's happened. Um, I was with I was at a car show with my family, and we saw him, and he laughed. He saw me and he laughed and I was like, dad, that's him. And my dad was like, oh, fuck no. And so he went and like, I ran away because I started crying. I ran away. I don't blame you. I was I like, I should abduct this dude for laughing. This. Yeah. But, but I was too emotional. It just happened a couple you. months before. Mm-hmm. I lo- like I stopped being friends with this girl for like almost three years, four years now. Wow. Um, Because her story was different. Her and I like drifted heard that she was like making rumors up but it was friends being malicious against me to go against her so it was like a fight almost even broke out (laughs) so but her and I are good now actually we just reconnected a few couple weeks ago really like talked about it and everything yeah so that's sad and she had no idea about the 12 pending charges she had no idea she's like well if I knew that like I'm like what you like changed your story so you could have not gone to Disneyland like I don't know to this day I want to well, ask her but they make it so scary for young girls to like if you listened because you mentioned that you like know of Claudia so if you've mm-hmm. listened to that episode like they like even Syracuse High School like they they basically told somebody like well I mean you can report this but He's He's a star athlete. You could be affecting his athletic career. This is a one-time thing. Like, everybody is so quick to make those excuses rather than actually, like, did well, you, did you not just her hear? life? Yeah. Like, what about just, her mental state? Exactly. Just f- fuck her. And, yeah, so, and simultaneously they're enforcing 
dumbass fucking like I remember I almost got suspended from school because of this tiny little when I say tiny like this big you guys like I'm talking like teeny tiny (laughs) rip (laughs) in my jeans almost got suspended for that and I had to sit in ISS and then they call my mom they're like you need to bring your daughter different pants and she's like um I saw what she was wearing today she's not showing any skin she's Mm -hmm fine I'm not coming to bring her more pants they were like well she's gonna sit in ISS and okay cool disrupt my daughter's learning so my mom ended up just coming to get me because she was like I'm not gonna make her change when you guys are the ones that are directly ruining her education by doing this and it's only everything is always on the women oh yeah you know those um those shirts that have like it's like a tank top, but it like connects to your shoulder. Right yeah, like so shows it like shows like a teeny part of your shoulder, and that's well, it. Yeah, that part was covered in lace, white lace. Oh, okay. Like, um, not like it was like see through lace, but it was still covered with right. lace. They're like you're showing skin. Oh my fucking! And this God. was at Northridge. I'm like, it's covered. It's lace. You can't see anything. You can just see a little pattern well, through my skin. Why does it like, matter? It's my shoulder. <laughs> well, and it wasn't even like that. It wasn't showing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't understand that to this day. And I ended up getting, like, a warning written up or whatever. I don't even know. I, I, I was, cannot. I was like, I don't care. You can talk to no. my mom, and my yep. mom will say the same thing. You guys are ridiculous. Yep. Like, Yep. That's how my mom was, too. And it's, it's I'm sure, it, I don't know. I guess I should talk to people out of state. But I feel like it's a lot worse out here in Utah because the dress code falls directly in line with the LDS honor code. I think that's what it's called. And it's um, exactly like you were saying too with the, like they don't teach people anything out here in school. No. Exactly like you said in nope. Friday's podcast. Um, we it's had always a the chance. Women. Yeah. We had a chance to implement consent into Utah's educational system, but because of a horrible woman, I can't remember her fucking name. Why is the name Nancy Klein coming to me? Is that what her name is? I'm going to Google this really quick. Shelby and I would be able to go off about this because this woman, (laughs) oh, this woman, she is one of the biggest reasons why we are not teaching consent um, in Utah. Went up for a board of education this year and they shot it down. And my question is just like, why the fuck? (laughs) Why? Like, how can you, there's so many stories out there like yours or similar to yours, and there's some that nobody will ever know about because Mm -hmm. there are people who just won't ever say anything. Um, There's just so much generational healing that needs to be done, and being able to teach consent is going to be one of the biggest pillars to that. because. If you, and and it's like, yes, it should be on parents to be teaching your kids that I'm definitely going to make sure that I'm teaching mine that, but also it shouldn't, it's, it, see, and even I am starting to be like, it's their fault, it's their fault, it's nobody's fault but the rapist. Exactly. Um, and. That's exactly how I feel. And my yeah. mom feels like a horrible mom, like she cries That's every time sad. you bring this up. I'm like, I am not blaming you. Right. Like he did this to yeah. laugh because yeah. he's doing it behind your back. Yeah. Like, you did nothing wrong. Like, I I hope she does no. believe that. I do not I blame my parents she, at all. Yeah. And like, I my mom not. drilled it into my head as much as she could. Like, do not let anyone ever touch you. Mm. I well, was scared, but I... 
Well, and of course, and that's the thing, unfortunately, our parents can teach us everything right and things happen. Things can happen. And especially being so young and having that, he was manipulating you. These people that are predators like this, they are unfortunately very smart in the way that they decide to do things so that they don't get caught. And so it does stay a secret. And so that the person that they're abusing feels like they can never say anything. Exactly. This is a big laugh in his face. (laughs) I hope so. I I hope so too. I mean, if you, because I know that you were in a way like hoping family members would, would listen to this and we can cut this part out. Like if, if. You don't want to, but if you could say anything to him, is there something that you would say to his face if he was sitting here right now? That he's, I just, like, I don't like him at all. He's Mm -hmm. a disgusting person to me. He's going nowhere. I hope he goes nowhere in life. If he does show his face to me again, like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I'm not going to hold myself back. I feel like I deserve to lash out in any way, yeah. shape, or form that I want. Yeah. And I feel like he, if he knows he did wrong, he claims he's a bad person, he claims he's kind of admi- almost admitted it to his mom. And take full accountability. Take responsibility. Be a man. Mm-hmm. You call yourself a man, but you're not. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, own up to the fact that you ruined my childhood. Absolutely. Own up to the fact you have a sister that has no recollection of this whatsoever, mm-hmm. who... This little girl used to follow me around. Like, you know, little girls do yeah, that. They absolutely. always follow around their big girl cousins around because mm-hmm, they want to be just like them. I'm mm-hmm. like, she is my only cousin on this side of the family that's a girl. I want to protect her, but I don't have, like, any way to contact her because I don't know. I don't know if my aunt would even want me to talk to her knowing right. that I would probably tell her. Abs- yeah. You know, just not tell her about her dad, you know, because that's mm-hmm. kind of hard. That would, that would be hard for them. Mm-hmm. But... I just hope he goes nowhere in life and I don't feel sorry for him. Whatever comes to him, he deserves, you know? Yeah. And if it comes from me, like, I'd rather it come from me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I'm just angry and I hope I I do let that go one day, but. I think it'll take a lot of time. I mean, I I know it's already, I can't talk, already been, you know, 13 years, but it took, and this is not the same thing at all, but it took me. 15 years to let go of anger towards my biological dad that has passed on and to kind of come to terms with my anger that I hold towards certain people on that side of the family, even though I still love them all dearly. Like that's where we obviously differ with this. Like I, I love them still, but it takes a lot of time. And I think being patient with yourself and just allowing yourself to feel this way because there was so much time where you weren't angry and you like I couldn't imagine what that childhood was like yeah and to not I had a fantastic childhood it was just those times those times exactly like my parents did everything they could to make my childhood amazing it was just those times it was behind their back of this exactly bullshit I there's only a couple of people on the side of the family that I like truly care about I absolutely love and I know they have my back right I hope they know who they are I'm not sure right unless they've done me wrong and I don't know right but like because how am I supposed to know if it's swept under the rug right so I don't talked about I honestly don't I don't care to go 
over to that side of the family. The only person I care about is my grandma. She is the only lady I care about. She is, I love her, you know, she, and I hope, I don't, I don't know if the family's going to listen to it and tell her different. Right. Make her think different of me. I hope not. I hope not she'll believe what I have to say, my experience, because they, you know, they were the golden boys. Right. But I don't know. So I just, I don't really care to really associate myself anymore. I wouldn't. I just go on the weekends to like go visit my grandma when I know no one's even there. Yeah. Just a couple of people that I know, but. That's probably what I would be doing too if I was in a similar situation. And the energy is just different. Like when I walk through the door, I just, I I feel upset. Mm -hmm. It reminds me the time and he even did that under my grandma's house when we'd, oh, when we'd go fun. for a couple me and my brother and I would go for a couple weeks in the summer to like be at my grandma's house too so it's like it's disgusting knowing my grandpa's yeah. not there anymore my grandma's devastated like I haven't told her either like she doesn't know about this yeah I don't want to tell her but I feel I like to be said. yeah yeah absolutely and I think you the anger that you feel I think will lessen with being so open about it and with finally being like, you know what? I don't care what you guys think. I'm talking about this and I'm telling you this happened to me. And I mean, cause unfortunately, as I've said a lot during this episode, there's so many young girls and young boys, unfortunately, that go through such similar situations. Um, you know, if you, because we could have people listening that can relate so hard. So to anybody who's listening, like, do you have a message for those people? Please, like, tell someone, trust somebody, know that it's going to be okay, that there's going to be justice made, whether it's, like... Just within the family? Within the family, or even if you want to take it further. But if, like, coming from experience, do not hold it in. Like, that will definitely affect you as you get older and you start understanding. So definitely say something. It's huge awareness because this happens to a lot of little girls and boys in the family that, you know, and I feel like it happens more in families than it does even outside. So oh, it's just, absolutely. And you would think absolutely. it wouldn't because that's supposed to be your safe space, but absolutely never a safe space unless you don't feel safe. You know? Absolutely. So and if you're somebody listening who's protecting a pedophile in your family, um, fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope that there's nobody listening that is like, oh, shit, that me. Well, if that is you, take this as your sign to fucking stop because the only way that we can protect future generations and lessen this generational curse is by not allowing these things to be swept under the rug and allowing these the truth to be out there regardless of repercussions it can have for a family I promise you that things would be so much better being honest about these situations because you never know what could happen if you stay silent and that's why I applaud you so much for being able to be open and um I was really surprised when you were like yeah this is kind of my way of like letting my family know like what's up like this is this is aside from talking with my dad really your first like real time opening up about this yep so I can't thank you enough for 
doing it on this show and I hope that it brings something positive on your side of the family whether if it's just a couple people that you I I just have a feeling that there's going to be people that are like wow and and support you and to the people that end up hearing this and they don't support you I have a feeling it'll probably be people that you already Mm -hmm. knew yeah we're not going to be really active in your life anyways so um before we go do you have anything else that you would like to say um thank you for having me on this was like really huge step for me I feel I'm proud of you I feel so good letting it all out and finally being having like I have a say now like I have a word like I can actually say what I feel I was like in a room full of people like screaming and no one would hear me so now I feel like I'm heard like I'm being and that's because of you and your dad so thank you so much thank you I appreciate you guys I appreciate you I really do and I think you are so strong and I mean you again would never I think if I just met you like just in the shop while you were getting tattooed or something I would have never guessed that you've been through what you've been through and I think that's that's applicable to most humans I think the a lot of the humans that shine the brightest that give off this energy um are usually the ones that have had to go through the most shit unfortunately so I'm so proud of you for coming out the other side um and using your story to kind of advocate for other people as well. Thank so. you. You're welcome. We, um, I've been doing uh, deep breaths at the end of my um, podcast with my guests. So we just take three deep breaths and then do some affirmations. Are you down? I'm down. Okay, cool. You don't have to play part, but if you feel like doing some deep breathing, <laughs> we'll just do three deep breaths. Okay. And repeat after me, please. I am capable. I am capable. I am enough. I am enough. And I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. (laughs) One more time with enthusiasm. I am capable. I am capable. I am enough. I'm enough. I am a bad bitch. I am a bad bitch because mama didn't raise no bad bitch. Mama didn't raise Mama no didn't bitch. Raise no, <laughs> you raised you know a bad it. bitch, but no, like, bitch, bitch. No little bitch. <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, my God. I'm glad we got to end that out on a laugh. Thank you again so Thank much you. for coming on. Thank you guys so much for listening and giving me and the people that I bring on this space to be able to be open about their experiences. Um, definitely, if you want to come on the show, share your story, you can email in at sadgirlhourspod at gmail.com. But with that being said, you guys stay safe, stay beautiful, and remember that there is always another day.